welcome back to the show. This is your host, Katrina Myers, and I'm coming to you from the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> we live in the western area of New South Wales. It's classed as the Western Division. So we have an extra week of school holidays. So I'm having to record this very early in the morning on a Tuesday morning. Please excuse if I have a little bit of a croaky voice, but it's one of those things like I have mixed emotions about this extra week. It's actually quite lovely and in some ways it's really great for people who want to go away because, you know, you can go away and it's quieter and it is nice to have another week but at the same time I'm just feeling really ready to get back into work and, you know, I have learnt over the years that the school holidays are basically a write-off for me and when you run your own business and you work from home, it's very hard to get anything done in the school holidays. I must say very much looking forward to getting back into routine, having that time and, you know, knowing where we're up to. And this year we've actually got our youngest one, Henry, starting school as well. So we've got four kids and the youngest one, it feels like, is finally starting school. It's been, you know, when you have four kids, it's a, it's a long slog to get them all at school. And it feels like this year is going to be a lot freer with less running around to daycare and probably in other ways we'll be running around. But it's a very exciting time and, you know, Henry's pumped for that and we're all feeling really good about having everyone at school and a new beginning and yeah, just be a different kind of lifestyle, I think, in a lot of ways for us this year. So here I am recording this podcast for you very early in the morning. And it's a topic that I know is, I guess it's a struggle for a lot of people. And sometimes it's something that we don't really think about that much. And then when we do think about it, we don't really know. And that is, what do you want? What do you want in terms of your life, your work, your passions? And what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to be doing with your life? And so often we don't stop to think about this. And as I said, then when we do, we feel like we don't really know. And often with the clients that I've worked with and people that I've worked with, we say, you know, what do you want? And they're like, well, I don't know. And they've never, ever stopped to give themselves the space to think about it. And this was certainly me. And I can share with you my story on this because I know how it feels to not know and to really, I guess, you know, be living unconsciously for a long time and then to sort of start to take the time to think about it and then not know. And I, you know, did the standard, went to school, went to uni, did ag science because that's what my parents did and I had no idea what I wanted to do and then got a job (laughs) as an agronomist, followed the very sort of traditional path without really thinking about it too much because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I thought, well, I'll just do this. And then I guess luckily had the opportunity to go traveling and go overseas. And so I didn't really have to think about what I wanted to do. I could just do whatever. I did all sorts of jobs overseas from cleaning out horse stables to working in cafes to working in a garden center. I just, you know, did the whole lot and it was great. And then, you know, came back and got another, I guess, proper job for a bit, worked on the farm, still a bit really like not really knowing what I wanted to do, did some more studying, just doing the normal things without sort of really giving it too much thought. And I often describe the first sort of 30 years of my life as like I was living unconsciously, you know, I didn't really think about it too much. It was just sort of coasting through. And then like for so many, it wasn't until after we had our children that I really started to think about, well, what, what am I doing? What do I want to do? And I think this happens because we realize then that our time is so much more precious and we don't want to be doing things that we don't want to be doing. It's almost like it's this epiphany for a lot of women where they have the chance to sort of stop and reassess and think, well, what am I doing? And, you know, for some, it's they don't even do it there. Like everyone's different in this. But I do notice that this happens a lot for women at this point in their lives. And so we moved back to the farm at that point and we got very, very busy with both of us, like really diving deep into running our farm business. And I actually did love that because I took on the role of kind of the marketing and the sales and the online store and setting up the things and doing all those things. And that was actually great. And I really loved that. But 
there was still something else for me. Like I knew that there was still something more. And so then I started diving deep into all the, you know, kind of it coincided. And interestingly, you'll probably find this as well. Like it does coincide with sort of self-discovery, figuring out what you really want goes hand in hand with personal development, doing the work on yourself and all those things. And so as I started to meditate, do more work on myself, get more therapy, uncover all these things, then that sort of started to highlight to me what I really wanted to be doing. And that was this work that I'm doing now, working with women, teaching people how to live their best lives, showing what's possible, having an online business. And it's really what lights me up. And, you know, I wouldn't say I've got it 100% figured out still. I think it is so cliche, but it is a journey, you know, and it evolves and you keep growing and learning with it. But I do feel now like I am living a lot more true to myself and my passions and I've thought about it and, you know, it, it is actually what I want to be doing in the world. That's actually the really important part, you know, is to just give yourself that space to stop and think about it. And I wanted to share with you, you know, because so many people are like, well, how do I figure it out? How do I know what I want? If I have never taken the time to do this and I'm so lost and I'm feeling like this, then how do I know what I want? And so I wanted to share with you tips today. I think I've got about five tips for you on how you can actually figure this out. But just a little bit of commentary on that. First of all, I will say you won't figure it out immediately. You know, like it's not going to come to you overnight. You're not going to just all of a sudden be like, well, what do I want? And then have it figured out. It's a journey. It's a road to discovery. And that actually becomes the fun part of it. If you just woke up one day and you had it all figured out and you were there and you're at the top of Mount Everest or whatever it was, that dream, you know, you wouldn't kind of appreciate it. And it's the same with this journey to sort of discovering what you want. I mean, some people do just know, you know, and wouldn't that be lovely? I guess. Wouldn't it be great if you just knew, you know, some people, I always think it's interesting if you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or then even those people, you know, who seem to kind of know what they want from a young age, maybe they don't, you know, and everyone's different. Everyone's on a different path. And sometimes we think people have it all figured out and really underneath the surface, they're thinking, gosh, this is not really what I want to be doing with my life, but it's what everyone told me that I should. So that's actually the first step is just release that pressure on, you know, having to know straight away and understand that it is going to take some time possibly and it's that's okay. The second thing is to just give yourself the space, actually stop and take the time to not only think because sometimes we can be too in our heads about it, but to write about it, to move your body around it. Like there's often these things that we do, whether it be like physical movement, like sometimes it's dancing, sometimes it's singing, sometimes it's going for a walk, sometimes it's just being out in nature, like in the shower is another time I find for me. Use these times and these moments to allow yourself the space to really kind of have some thoughts around it. And that's often when you get in your best inspirational thoughts, that that's when they come. But really taking that time to give yourself the space to either write about it or move your body around it and just not just a think but have a feel into what it is that you really want. The third thing is to just be really honest with yourself. So often we actually know but we're, I guess we're too scared to admit it to ourselves and we're hiding from what we really want because society has told us that we should be a certain way, our parents have told us we should be a certain way, our families, our husbands, our kids. There's all these things that have been told to us that stop us feeling like we can actually do what we want. Money is another thing that really holds us back. So often we think we can't follow our true passions or what we really want to do because there's a lot of fear around not having enough money if we do that. And I just invite you to really have a think about that. And is that actually true? So often we hold ourselves back because of money and we think it's safe that we need this job and we've, been, we've convinced ourselves that we need all this money. But in actual fact, you know, if you drill into it, what's that money for? What is that getting you? I mean, obviously there's so much around this and I've, I've talked a lot about money, such a big thing. And, you know, obviously we need a certain amount of money to live a good standard of life and all those sorts of things. And 
this is really talking to those that have all those basic needs covered. And if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably got a certain element of privilege and all those sorts of things. And so I'm speaking to you on that level saying maybe you are just holding yourself back in the fear of the money and keeping yourself stuck in something that you don't really want to do and not allowing yourself to explore things because you've convinced yourself or your family has or whatever reasons that you have to stay stuck in this. When I just really invite you to think about, is that actually true? And what is that money getting you? And what could you maybe live without or really delving into that? And you'll find that money is a huge thing that holds you back in terms of actually figuring out what you really want. So getting really honest with yourself around, do I really know what I want? And is it actually that I'm being held back by the fear of what other people think? the fear of not having enough money and just fear that's really holding you back from actually following through on what you really want to do. So a bit of just hardcore honesty with yourself there is going to be so important because I think so often we do really know it's buried underneath the surface, but we're just not brave enough or courageous enough to really step into it and own it. Maybe it's that you want to be a comedian, you're terrified, you're doing something that's nothing like that now, but there's this bit in you that says, oh, actually, I've always wanted to be a comedian or a dancer or, you know, something out there, an artist, where you've got this passion that you really want to explore, but you're just so fearful of what everybody thinks. So be super honest with yourself around that and journal on that, write it out. Think whose voices pop into your head when you think about what you really want to be doing. The next thing is I love this question and it's a really get you out of your head because you've got to really allow yourself space to dream with this. And when you're doing this work, really just get into that dream zone, even write them down. So as you're dreaming, write down the things that pop up that feel like they're the things that are holding you back. You know, all the normal, sensible, all those fear voices that say what's not possible, write that down so that you're acknowledging to your brain that, yep, okay, I'm I'm noticing those things. Just write them down, but put them to one side and come back to dreaming. So what would you do if you had a billion dollars? What would you do if you had all the money in the world, you didn't have to worry about money and that was no issue at all and you had no financial sort of burden on you? What would you do? That is a great dreaming question. And another one is thinking about you're on your deathbed. You are about to die. Sounds a bit morbid, but it's such a good place to get you into really thinking about these things. And you're looking back on the last 20 years of your life all your life, you know, your whole life, you're looking back on it. What is it that you regret or you feel most proud of or like what comes up for you? What are you thinking? Gosh, I wish I'd done that. What is it? I want you to think about this too. What's the feeling? Not necessarily what, are the, you know, and you'll find that if you, if you put yourself in those positions and they've done so much work around this, Bonnie Wears, you know, The 12 Regrets of the Dying. It's another great book I heard of recently about this, looking at people who are in palliative care and talking to them about what are the things that they regret. And, you know, what do they wish they'd done? And so often it's, you know, spending more time with family, not worrying about what other people think. And it's the feelings also that they wanted to have, you know. So really leaning into that, how do you want to feel, not just what did you do? Because the feelings we're looking for, you'll start to realise that the work that you're currently doing might not necessarily lead to those feelings in the long term. So those two questions are great. What would you do if you had a billion dollars? And looking back on your life, if you're on your deathbed, what are the things that you, you know, wish you had done or that you feel like, I'm so glad that I did that? And what do you sort of, if you were there now, what would you be regretting that you're not doing? Okay. And, oh, another great question. I learned this from Mel Robbins actually is to uh, think about who do you look at and think, I wish I had what they had or I wish I had the life that they had or I wish I was doing what they were doing. You know, I wish I had that feeling that they seem to have and I wish I could be more like them. That's another really good indication of 
where you might be feeling like, oh, okay, that's what I want and and it's a really good clue. So who is it in your life or around you or maybe, you know, in the media or on the TV or and not in a comparison way but more in a like who inspires you, who do you look up to, who do you really respect and who do you want to be more like, you know, and, and whose life do you really admire? And not just for what they do but like, What's their whole life, the way they live their life, who they are as a person? Like who do you really, yes, sort of aspire to be? And that can be another great tool as well. So that's my tips on sort of how to start really framing up and thinking about what you really want. And then I would say if you start to get some more kind of clarity around that, some, you know, some little light bulbs go off or you're starting to think, oh, yes, okay, I'm going to get more honest with myself and this is really what I want to do, then I think it's not about just dropping everything and going, right, I'm going to go and follow my passion and live my best life because it's a process over time that this develops. So one thing that you can do is then start to just dabble in that. So say you do want to be a comedian or say you want to be a podcast host or you want to start that business. How can you start to dabble in that area? You know, so maybe it's writing a few comedy scripts or recording yourself doing, you know, a little bit of comedy or going to more comedy and being in that environment, podcasting, listening to more podcasts. Maybe you just start recording yourself doing some podcasting, but don't actually put it out into the world because you're terrified of what people will think, but just do it for yourself. If you want to get into the arts, how can you start? Maybe, you know, I mean, I've always had a dream of doing ceramics, but I've never actually done it. But, you know, pottery or whatever, well, just, you know, can you go to a pottery class? How can you then start to dabble in these areas that you feel like you feel passionate about? And maybe it's more, you know, you want a whole career change, you want to go and be a nurse. But again, like how can you start to sort of, could you go and visit the hospital? I mean, I don't know how you, how do you even get into nursing, but start to explore that. Start to do the research, start to think and like let yourself explore that area. And this is another thing actually that I was thinking about in terms of this. Sometimes what we think we want, we've set it up in our minds as like, well, if we just had all of this, then we'd be happy. But actually when we drill it down and and we start to do this work, a big part of the work is actually starting to realise and to love the life, I love this one, love the life we have now while creating the life of our dreams. And so. Often we've built up, you know, maybe because it can be also that you've built up all this stuff that you think you want to do and because you're not doing that, then you'll never be happy. And so we have this sort of expectation that if we were just doing that, then we'd be happy. We have to actually start to go and explore and do some of these things to see if it is what we really want to do. At the same time as just really leaning into what we're doing now, the things we love about the life that we have now, where we are now, the gratitude practices and really leaning into this what I've got now and loving that and learning to really appreciate and enjoy that actually then enables us to create more of what we really want in life as well. So that is another really important thing that I think is is worth really talking about and thinking about is that so often this sort of expectation of what we want is there. And if we have that, we'll be happy, but that's not what's going to lead to the happiness. It's like, you know, when we have all that money, when we have the big house, you know, if we moved, then we'd be happy. But People do all these things and they're still not happy because the inside job is what's important. And you can be happy. You can feel you know, not happy. Happy is sort of just a, a state, but you can feel content. You can feel fulfilled. You can feel good about yourself. You can feel good and function well wherever you are. And you have to be able to do that where you are now because otherwise you go after all these dreams and you still don't feel those feelings that you really want to feel of fulfillment, content, 
all those things that I guarantee that you'll be wanting to feel on your deathbed, you won't be feeling those things if you just chase after, you know, the jazzy things that you think you want. You've got to actually tune into what are the feelings that you want to have, how do you want to feel, and what's it going to give you, and start to feel that now. There's sort of a two-part process. There's learning to love the life that you have now, like I said, and feeling all those good vibes in your current situation while also going after these and exploring, discovering, thinking about what it is that you really want. And this is the two parts to it. And it's really, really important because I think so many people just chase after this, what I want. And as I said, the jazzy lights, I'm not sure it's the jazzy lights, but you know, the bigger house, the better car. And to a certain extent, that might lead to more happiness for you. Because, you know, I mean, there is an element of some people that not everybody, but that does want that stuff. And maybe that will make you feel a little bit happy, but it won't be for the long term necessarily. That will give you little bits of happiness, but it's probably not going to lead to that real fulfillment, that feeling of I lived that big full life that I really wanted to live. I did wonderful things. I, you know, I was a great person. You know, that legacy that you want to leave People aren't going to be talking about at your funeral the size of your house, the size of your car, how many holidays you went on, unless that becomes your, you know, your drink job or the thing that you really contribute. But it'll, it will be those contributions that you made. Two of my absolute role models, my grandparents, my nan and my pa, and, you know, at their funerals, I learned so much about them as people and they were such incredible human beings and it wasn't about their jobs. It was about all the service that they'd given to the community. It was the people that they were, you know, that was so inspiring to me. And I think that's what a lot of us are after. So think about that as well. I really encourage you to think about what is it that you really want in terms of those feelings and who you want to be as a person, not just those jazzy things. So I hope that's been helpful. I I know this is something that so many people struggle with in terms of, you know, where they are in their lives and that real gap between expectation and reality so hopefully that's been helpful for you today some ways to kind of explore and discover and think about where you are now what it is that you want and you know how you want to feel and who you want to be in the world if you want more support with this then definitely sign up I do send out a weekly newsletter as well that goes out on a Thursday and that will have all the updates for when I've got courses coming up if you want to work with me one-on-one then always love to do that I love helping women discover this because I know what it is to live a big, full, fulfilled life and it feels so good to be able to do that and I want that for everybody. I am absolutely here to help. Follow along on my newsletter. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's also on my Instagram bio and you can check that out. I hope that's been helpful as we head off into 2023. I feel like I'm still sort of at the start gates for another week, but some of you will be back into it and I hope that this is a wonderful year for all of you and let's keep working on what we really want. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Rural Rockstar. If you enjoyed the show, then please rate and review and share. Don't worry if you didn't enjoy it. Just keep that to yourself. And if you would like more from me, I offer coaching and I would love to work with you. You can also check out my newsletter, This Rural Life, via the show notes or also the link in my bio in my Instagram or Facebook. And if there's anyone that you'd love to hear from on the show, then I would love to hear about that because I'm always looking for wonderful people to interview on the show and to share their wisdom with you. So please do let me know. And thank you for listening. See you guys.